Hey, hey, it's me again, Catherine. Today we're going to talk about family, what it means, and why every family is littered with drama. The holiday season is upon us, and with celebrating music and food, it's hard to ignore the big grumpy elephant in the room, family drama. Every family has its own thing. Whether you like to admit it or not, all families are insane. A sprinkle of some uncalled-for comments and drama is pretty unavoidable during the holiday season, whether that's because of different political views, inviting random people to family meals, or straight-up fights. Everyone has experienced some sort of family drama at some point. So let's be real, perfection is a myth. This holiday season might look a little different for most people, if you're being safe, that is. Socially distancing or limited gatherings are a must. The pandemic is still very much real. Hopefully this allows a break from the intense drama some people experience and a little more time for self-care. Personally, my family is filled with drama. I'm looking forward to a break from large family gatherings. I'm a very anxious person and large groups put me on edge even if I know everyone who is there. I come from a big family. I grew up with three sisters and we usually don't get along. Constant bickering is the norm in my family, and it can be stressful. I hate when people don't get along, especially at family gatherings. It adds so much stress to something that's supposed to be fun. Because of that, I usually tend to take the role of peacemaker, which can be stressful because somehow I'm always blamed for everything, even if I wasn't even involved. I'm trying to be optimistic, so instead of focusing on the negative, let's talk about some ways to deal with drama when it does arise. We know that conflict is inevitable, and building skills in conflict resolution can be extremely beneficial. Now, I'm not an expert. Throughout my life and the one communication course that I took, I will share some things that I have learned about conflict resolution. One aspect of conflict resolution that a lot of people, including myself, need to work on is controlling emotions. Whether you're acting as a peacemaker or arguing someone, it's important to maintain control of your emotions. When emotions take over, people forget the issue at hand and begin to attack each other. This escalates the situation and everyone involved feels hurt. To better control your emotions when in an argument, it can be beneficial to take a deep breath, sharing your opinions just as that, opinions rather than facts, avoiding blaming others by using I language rather than you language, which can look something like using words like I feel angry when you mention this or I felt this way when that happened. Another tip for productive conflict resolution is recognizing repetition. When two people disagree about something, it is common for them to continuously explain their side. We do this because we feel that the other person doesn't agree with us simply because they don't understand what we're saying. This method, however, is unhelpful. You get trapped in going back and forth explaining what you mean rather than moving the conversation forward. So once you've stated your opinion and explained why you feel that way, move the conversation forward. This can help push the conversation rather than the two parties just repeating themselves over and over and over. There are several state strategies as to how to do this. You can ask productive questions about why the other person feels the way they do or how they would want to solve the problem. You can also point out flaws within their argument, but it's important not to attack their beliefs or the other person's ideas. Getting someone to recognize their mistake or misinformation without attacking them this will lead to more productive conversations and solutions, problem-solving things. Sometimes two people will never agree, or you can't solve the problem on your own. In that case, it's important to remember that everyone is entitled to their own opinion, even if you don't agree with what they say. 
in this scenario, it's not beneficial to continue talking about it, and it's better if you change the subject or remove yourself from the conversation. It can be really upsetting when you're fighting with people that you care about, especially if there is no productive solution. It's important to do what's best for you. I usually remove myself from the situation and let myself cool off before rejoining the group. I believe that self-care is one of the most important skills that we develop as we grow up. Using positive strategies to care for yourself, your mind, your body is essential to being able to function in society productively. My favorite self-care activity that I do is showering. When I'm upset or not feeling myself, it always helps for me to shower. Taking long, warm showers helps me relax, and when I'm done, I feel so clean and refreshed. It's like a reset button. I can just wash away all the stress and help clear my mind. I also really like reading. Sitting down for just 10 or 15 minutes to read a book is so nice. I can get lost in made-up worlds and forget about the stress of my life for a while. When I was in high school, I would bake to make myself feel better. I like following recipes because everything has its job and you know what comes next. It's always relaxing to me, and when you're done, you get a delicious treat to snack on, so it's super fun. Self-care can be anything that makes you feel better. These are positive coping strategies that help promote relaxation and growth. You could draw or paint, watch your favorite TV show, or just lie down and take a nap. It's important to let yourself heal so you can get up and be the best version of yourself when you're ready. Being around family doesn't always have to be stressful. Thinking back, I can remember more good times than bad. Being around family for the holidays can be really fun. I remember one Thanksgiving where my cousins and sisters and I went down to the beach and decided that it would be a great idea to swim out to this rock that was about 60 yards offshore to jump off. Not everyone made it all the way. A lot of people turned back because the water was so cold. Everyone was screaming the entire time. And when we got back to shore, my fingers and hands were so blue and numb. It was such a stupid idea, but it was also so fun. My older sister and I bake sugar cookies together every season, and it's so fun. We spend hours decorating the cookies and listening to Christmas music. It's one of my favorite things to do. My family and I are big game people. Whether that's going over my aunt's house and playing random board games that she found online or sitting down and putting together jigsaw puzzles with my nana, it's one of my favorite parts about the holiday. Being able to spend time with people that I care about and sink hours into some pointless board game or jigsaw puzzle and just enjoy each other's company, no matter how annoying my family is, I still love them. You know what they say, Blood is thicker than water. You can't choose your family, so you might as well get used to them. That's not the true saying, though. The actual saying is this. The blood of the convent is thicker than the water of the womb, which is to say that friends and the bonds you make are more important than that of family. It was used to show how soldiers that went to war, the blood they shed together, would bring them closer than they would be to their families. I think it's funny how throughout time and history, some sayings and phrases can be changed completely depending on the context that they're in. It makes me think about how so many people can't depend on their families to be there for them or support them. It's upsetting to know that there are people who don't feel safe at home. Personally, I don't have the best childhood, but my family has grown so much that my relationships have changed dramatically. I know it's okay to be angry and upset with someone and still care for them. I'm lucky that way. I've watched my parents try so hard to right the wrongs of the past, and I'm proud of them for it. I'm aware that there are some people who can't say the same. Your family shapes you whether or not you have a loving or abusive family. Your family is your first representation of how the world should work. 
what you deserve from everyone, relationships, and out of life in general. It's important to remember that we can't choose our family, and sometimes we can't support our relationships with family members. There's nothing to say that you have to forgive someone, but relationships and feelings are complex. You can still care for people and hate them at the same time, and that's okay. Brings me back to what I was talking about last week with friendships. The people who you surround yourself with make you who you are. I've grown up on this motto, you can't control what happens to you, you can only control how you react to it. You can choose to react in a positive and productive way. It can be extremely difficult to do a lot of times, but if you believe in free will, every choice is your own, and you can learn from every decision you make and let yourself choose to be positive. It's not to say that you can't get upset. No one is, is expected to be 100% happy all of the time, but it can be okay to let some things go. Allow yourself to feel and get upset and angry and sad. Make decisions for yourself, not for other people. Not everything is life or death, so we shouldn't be expected to act like it is. Not everything is good, so we don't always have to be happy. I choose to be optimistic. I choose to be productive. I prefer my life with little conflict, so I make decisions accordingly. I try to give myself room to make mistakes, but it's hard. I try to support the people around me while supporting myself, but it's difficult. I'm grateful for all the experiences that I've have gone through, good and bad, because they shape me to who I am today. Perfection is a myth. So I try to love my flaws with my strengths, but it's hard. Life is hard. That's okay. I got kind of off topic, so let's wrap this up really quickly. I hope everyone has a wonderful holiday season and stays healthy and safe. Whether you're spending it alone with family or friends, remember to enjoy the good times and take some time for yourself. You deserve it. Bye now. Thank you for listening.